Today on the dirt bike track, we learned that outer beauty is true strength that will get you fame and fortune, whereas inner beauty will let you photograph those sexy beauties in bikinis. So focus on building your personality so you can build up and release in the dark room. Speaking of dark rooms, I'm a spooky mental haunted house. And I'm Nicole. And this is Mostly Mostly Speaking Speaking Spider-Man! Yes, guys, like I said, my name is James, and obvious, apparent to everyone, I guess, my workout clearly isn't working out, so I need to up those gains to see true gains. I need to go from, like, four to five times a week to ten times a week because... My best friend, my co-host, the Emissary of Hell, Nickel the Bricks Jakus, did not defend my ass literally and figuratively on Straight to Patreon last month when Mar said, Oh, it sounds like you have a flat ass. (laughs) Speak on that, Nicole. It was funny. Oh, and you did it. You didn't. I, I'm constantly showing it to you and saying, is this, does it look better? Yeah, and I said that it does. Okay, well, you didn't but say I it to didn't Mars. say that it's not flat. Okay, well, Mars <laughs> accused me of having a flat ass. I should have just told him, hey, oh, you want to know why I don't sleep in the nude the entire time you've known me, Mars? Of course, I think sheets are going to touch my b-hole it's not because i have a flat ass it's because i'm neurotic you know that's only for yeah but hey go over to straight to patreon not straight to patreon patreon.com forward slash mlm pod and sign up at the ten dollar tier to hear that and it's my birthday month so hey gift me feeling wanted and deserving (laughs) Nicole, do you have anything to talk up front? I don't know. Okay. Do you want to introduce, I mean, I will introduce our guest, but do you think we should? No, you want to, Nicole, you you try. No, okay. Well, you're peeking. Not really, but you got loud. I I know. Okay, all right. You saw the waveforms. No, I just heard my own voice. It's the summertime and you're catching those waveforms. It's crazy how they have... Is there a surf game that you surf the sound waves? No. There should be. And it's just like... I hate that. Like Gregorian (laughs) chants would be the chillest stuff. And then you get into drum and bass and it's like, no! No. Get a cat meowing. Those are pretty shrill. My ex-wife. Oh. You want to speak a shrill? How about you ask my (laughs) ex-wife? Her guest is just like, the fuck? You both have ex-wives? Same woman. Different times being married to her. (laughs) We're fucking, we're fucking. But what we're not fucking around with. You are, you, you are our guest? No, you know our guest from Henchins and Homies, which just recently celebrated their one year anniversary. It's Frankie. Hello! Hi! How's it going? That cold open, oh my god. I wanted to speak so bad. (laughs) Speak on anything we mentioned. Okay, you have a small ass? No, I don't. (laughs) <laughs> no, but you you might because what is happening? Your blanket is touching your your I don't even want to say it. I don't even want to say it. My butthole. It's because I'm neurotic. I think anything could touch my butthole. So then it's like, oh, oh anything. Yes, literally anything. I'm walking down the street and there's a cactar going on and I say that cactus is going to touch my butt. You need to provide context, sir. What? Of my neuroticisms? There's 190 episodes of this to provide that. I don't think context would even help with this one. No, of you not sleeping with the sheet or something. Me sleeping in the nude to, like, keep cold. And I'm like, no, I don't want to do that because a sheet or just, like, anything 
could like wedge itself up in my butt. What if all of a sudden oh a face hugger xenomorph comes around, but instead of hugging my face, it wants to hug my posterior because you it's wish. juicy. What is this Z-morph thing doing in your bed at night while you're sleeping? Uh, that's what is I'd like what to know. Is this what you're worried about? The Bishop the robot was like, hey, I'm going to bring this egg upon our, our ship. And I'm like, no, Bishop, no. The Whalen Company. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually weird. <laughs> I'm here for it, though. Yeah. Hell I don't yeah. know. Maybe sleep with, like, underwear or something. I do. Does that help? Oh, no. The context was waking. I am so sorry, Frankie. The context was I wake up regularly in pain because my underwear is too tight when I get an erection. Be so for real. Be so for real. <laughs> this is the dilemma. It this is. This is the problem. Yes. That you have tight undie undies because you have an, a morning boner. Because of that big old dick. Uh, yeah, see, Mars should have mentioned that, but I think yeah. Mars would have been more uncomfortable saying, James, do you have a big old donger? Which it's normal size, guys. Right. It's normal. Okay. I try sure. to project in every man, so I don't want to be slightly above average, even though it is slightly above average. I can tell if this is a reoccurring issue, waking up with tight underwear. I mean, I guess you could just sleep with looser underwear or just like loose shorts. You don't got to go naked, bro. Or I cut a hole in the front. <laughs> Frontless chaps, you know? Yeah. Sure, yeah, go <laughs> ahead. Whatever helps, as long as nothing touches your, your bottom. Yeah. Uh, maybe you should be a little bit more worried about the front if it's above average. Okay, I am also afraid of sleeping in the nude. See, this is my neuroticism. There was the Chris Gethard show. It's a public access show that then went to Fuse and then went to True TV. But there was a segment they once did. It's this wild comedy variety show from New York City. They did an episode where they described one of the cast members' surgery when they had testicular trusion or uh, contortion, where the testicles like rotated. So it was like cutting off circulation and they needed that surgery to turn it around or it would have died. So I'm also oh. afraid of just my my testicles flopping about because what if that happens? That's that's not you don't have to worry about that. Okay, well <laughs> I do. <laughs> but Frankie, we're not here to talk about me. We're here to talk about you. We're not here to talk about your testicles. Yes. I'm so ready <laughs> to talk about anything else. Frankie. It might just be what shows up in my feed, even though I use TweetDeck, so like, at least I used to, I'm not checkmarked. Okay. I believe you are one of the hunks of Toku Twitter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Wait, because why are you the first person to tell me this? What, what makes you believe that? Because I'll see pictures of you and you're looking hunky. Oh. Is that so? I don't know. James didn't confer with me. I mean, no. To give a com confirmation. Oh, no. There's no confirmation needed. His pictures are hungry. This is a fact. It's just that's a fact. Ju that's yeah. just straight fact. If I were to take okay. a photo of myself in a like Power Rangers helmet, it wouldn't get like 60 plus likes like it did for you recently. Okay. Maybe. Because you were looking hunky. Perhaps I am. You know, I am. I'll own up to it. And at yeah. least in my feed, I see three people. You, AMD, a.k.a. Quilliam Fire, who called in to our first call-in show, Nicole, and Mr. Cooper 92. You guys are the three hunks of Toku Twitter. Okay, you can't compare me to Vaughn. Vaughn got bigger muscles than me. I'll say that. This will be the name of the episode, Hunks of Toku Twitter. So all the hunks are like, well, what about me? <laughs> and maybe Nicole will do a bonus episode where all the hunks just battle it out. <laughs> what do we do? What would we battle out to what? I don't know. It would be a live stream and you guys just all flex. And I say, guess what? 
you're all in. You're all the hunks of Toku. Holy Christmas, see, Nicole, I told you. <laughs> he just flexed, guys. Oh, I'm ready. Yeah, yeah. Are you smuggling <laughs> apples? Maybe. Oh, man. You're... Your one punch man workout must be at like a thousand times. No. Oh, his must. Yeah. Yeah. Mine is at 600. Oh, okay. Like a little above average? I can't. Well, technically the average is 100. Oh, so very above average. Are you familiar with a one punch man workout? Mm, enlighten me. It's 10 kilometers of running every day plus 100 squats, 100 sit-ups, and 100 push-ups. Oh. I don't do okay. the running because the last time I ran, I tripped in front of a construction site and all the construction workers laughed at me. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, oh. and my shoes aren't the best, so I can't do that. But I'm currently at 600 squats a day. And then 600 okay. butt workouts where you like you push your leg up behind you. 600 humping the airs when you're on the ground. I don't know the names for these because I'm t <laughs> I, who who gives a shit. I do it and it works my right, butt right. out. And then I do 600 Humpty leg crunches. And then I okay. plank for a long time. I can't do this the the push ups. It hurts my shoulder. Um. Well. You're pretty good for doing the One Punch Man workout. You're doing pretty good. Yeah. I'd say. Once I get to 1,000, I'll be able to fly. Whoa. Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to seeing that. Are you, Nicole? No. Oh. That's scary. Oh. Yeah, because all of a sudden, I zoom up into orbit, and then I just burst oh, from man. the pressure. No. You got to learn how to fly with your new lat wings. That's what needs to happen. You got this. I have faith in you. You? Why did you say lat wings? I didn't. He did. Is that what he's implying? What? You're just going to grow feathers on your arms and just start like flapping away? No, like one punch man or like Goku flies. Not when he's an angel and fan art. Oh, like the creative mode flying. Yeah. Okay. Got, got it. Got it. I... I was trying to make this grounded in reality because, yeah. you know, people in reality fly. When I was a child, it's been documented on this because I played so much Final Fantasy VIII. I thought I was growing wings because I have chronic back pain. Oh, well. <laughs> now, <laughs> now your dream will come true once yes, you hit a thousand. exactly. But back to hunks of Toku Twitter. How do you stay humble knowing this? Well, um, I didn't. <laughs> so, so that's a star. I didn't even know that I was seen as one of the hunks of Twitter, according to you. Ugh, I can't even speak. That's how in shock I am. However, now that I am aware of this fact, I will just continue to, you know, pretend to be oblivious to it. Okay. I guess that's a way of staying humble, you know, just like, oh, me and these photos. Oh, can you see that over there? <laughs> oh, oh man. Oh, ooh, I just need a stretch. Oh, yeah, no. I'll I'll continue to do stuff like that, you know? Nothing, nothing to bring like too much attention, but give give it a little something. You know what I mean? What if people in class start coming up to you and they're like, hey, are you one of the hunks of Toku Twitter? First of all, if anyone I know in real life <laughs> finds my Twitter, that's automatically a red flag. Like, uh-oh, what am I going to do? Because <laughs> I'd be acting a fool on Twitter. I'm not going to lie. And if someone in class is like, hey, I've seen one of your videos on Twitter. <laughs> he left. That's what I would do. That's what I would do. I just walk away and pretend like they they are speaking nonsense i would gaslight them that's what I, that's what i'd do i'd be like who i i don't own a twitter account i own an x account my self-confidence is so low if someone were to be like hey i like saw stuff you did i'd be like D who set you up for this <laughs> who paid you to tell me that yeah <laughs> and how about they pay me go to patreon.com forward slash mlm pod that's a better usage of that money Exactly. That's what I'm saying for the birthday boy coming up. Uh-huh. Uh-oh. And our 10-year anniversary, Nicole. It's the same day as my birthday. Yeah. Oh, my God. I know I just peaked there, but I'm so happy for you two. Uh-huh. Wow. A whole decade of love. 
How do you feel about that? Yeah, Nicole. <laughs> Everyone knows how and I how feel about it. How does that make it. you feel? <laughs> Nicole's like, oh my God, it's been a decade. <laughs> she is tired. Nah, you two are beautiful. I'm so happy I for feel you guys. good. Yeah, I feel good about it. Yes. I'm happy. Mm. Wow, what are you going to do? What are you going to do for the special day? There is a movie marathon at the Davis Theater here in Chicago. It's a 14-hour horror movie marathon. We've always wanted to go, but this year I'm like, holy Christmas, Nicole. We've been looking for something to do on our 10th year anniversary. It's on September 30th, so we're like, hell yeah, let's do that. We'll be there. And included in that is frequent guest of the pod, Melzer, I scored one of his shorts that he directed, and that short is playing on the big screen during this festival. No way. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No way. So you got to go check it out. Like, that's what that's the deal. Yeah. I'm excited. 14 hours of horror. You don't sound so excited, Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, she is. No, horror. I am. Okay. They're playing Slumber Party Massacre on the big screen. Oh, shit. Man, that oh movie rips. I haven't even looked at the list. I'm waiting for them to put out the entire list, but Reanimator's playing, and we both have been wanting to watch that. A lot of stuff that... Black Christmas. Ooh, yeah. Mm. Some good, good stuff. All right. Then they're doing Nosferatu and Smell-O-Vision, and I'm like, I think I might need to sit that one out. You're just going to leave? I mean, it's 14 hours. We will be leaving. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope so. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we, we, we're not going to go in with little diapies. I mean, with your little morning wood situation, I wouldn't be surprised if you suddenly adapted adult diapers because it seems to be a pretty good alternative to your underwear problem. I go, oh, I, I wet the upper front pelvis area. <laughs> People are like, Jesus Christ, James. Don't tell oh, us you hey. you wet dreamed your diaper. Wet dream? Wait, wait, wait. What kind of wet dream are we talking about? A wet dream. Oh, okay. A nocturnal emission. <laughs> okay, okay. I I'm sorry. I was a. Uh, I was getting the other idea. A creamy dream. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but let's get into Spider Man. Frankie. Spider-Man. What's your experience with Spider-Man at large? Ooh, so that's a loaded question. I feel like you can ask that question to anyone and they can go on and on for hours about how meaningful Spider-Man is to them. But for me personally, I've been a fan since a wee little lad. Hell you know, yeah. like I've been around, right? <laughs> I remember this little memory. I don't know why it just came to me right now. I had this like, what's it called? It's like one of those fake kid phones that like if you're taller is, is, is a little shit, you just give them a phone so they mm -hmm. can shut up. I had one of those, not because I was a little shit, but just because I wanted a phone. <laughs> Are you sure? That's what my mom tells me. <laughs> but anyway, I have this phone and on this phone is like preloaded apps for kids. And one of them was a Marvel app. And I just remember watching these, like, animated comics all day for no reason. I don't know. It's just because I had nothing else to do. YouTube was, like, parental control locked, so I couldn't access that. I was watching Spider-Man shit there. I've been watching movies from Marvel for years. So all the Spider-Man trilogy from Marvel and Sony, I've, I've watched them. You know, I'm a big fan. I've used to wear a Spider-Man costume. Maybe in the future I'll do a cosplay. Maybe... We'll see. But I'm a really big fan of Spider-Man. Can't go wrong with Spider-Man. And since I got into tokusatsu and became aware of the fact that Spider-Man exists in the tokusatsu-verse of Japan Heroes, I was like, okay, I need to go watch that. And until today, I haven't seen it yet. But I was looking forward to watching it. And then you gave me the beautiful opportunity to do so. So... I'm ready to talk about it. I'm ready to talk about this this crazy episode. Yes. yes. When you were saying like a phone for kids, uh, how old are you? Like right now? Yeah. I'm 18. Wait, no, you're not. I am. I was thinking like 21 to, okay, well, I am, how old? 30, almost 32? 
Yes, almost 32. So when you said like a phone for kids, I was thinking like a plastic phone that, that when you has click a it. sticker for yeah, a screen. That just goes oh, like, people, no, people, no, people, like people. A, it's like, okay, I get the confusion. It's like a digital smartphone, but it's so cheap and so dinky that, you know, it's safe for kids to use. Okay. You know what I mean? It's nothing expensive like the real thing. You know what I mean? But it can go on the internet. It can like you know show stuff to you but most of it is locked because you know the phone automatically restricts features like that Mm -hmm. so yeah that's why i was limited to that marvel app i was trying to find my phone but it's not on me which is just a flip phone i was gonna be like yeah you know the real thing (laughs) (laughs) got the motorola yeah okay just a flip phone Verizon screwed me over, but we don't have time to talk about that. What we do <laughs> That's have- a whole other episode, guys. Yes, a whole other episode of me screaming at Verizon for, in quotes, upgrading my phone to 4G. Stay tuned. It'll be live. I think I already screamed about it on, like, talking about <laughs> Beyblade or something. One of the other shows I do. You know, naturally, the Beyblade to Verizon uh-huh. pipeline. Yeah. Well, that was, yeah. like, a only me show, so I needed to just scream for an hour and 15 minutes to fill time. Yeah. And to also just let it out of your system, mm-hmm. I'd imagine. Yeah. Yeah. But... What we're getting into our system is episode 12 of Toei Spider-Man entitled Metamorphosis into... Nicole, what what's, what are these words? The mechanism. Into like a murder machine, marvelous murder, murder machine. machine. <laughs> it's in the description, guys. <laughs> next to his Patreon link. Oh, yep. It's in the next paragraph. Guys. Quick rundown of this episode, then we'll get in note by note. Hitomi is photographing all these bikini babes, and Takuya's there just looking like a little dweeb holding the light, trying his hardest not to to look at bikini babes. And then there's this one lady, oh, I'm sad. Why doesn't this photographer like me anymore? Well, she says, screw it. I'm going with the Iron Cross Army. They're going to make me beautiful. But they implant her with a mechanism that will make her kill people. And that's what happens. Spider-Man. That's the episode. So initial (laughs) thoughts, Frankie. Now that you've seen this Spider-Man, what do you think? All right. So watching this episode of Spider-Man... It's just hilarious to me because I didn't expect it to be, like, so, like, quick. Like, the jump cuts in this is insane. Mm -hmm. Literally, the first scene when the two Ninders are, like, trying to break into that safe or to get, like, the the blacklist that they were trying to get. Mm -hmm. I I have notes right here, if you didn't know. Yeah. That's why I got the glasses today. But the Ninders were trying to get in, and it's, like... They they step in, jump cut, they're already at the wall, jump cut. It's like they're all at the fence, jump cut. These people, jump cut, jump cut, jump cut. And I'm like, whoa, whoa. I didn't expect it to be that fast. <laughs> I'll, I'll be real with you. The pacing is a little funny to me. However, the casting? <laughs> you call me a hunk, but Amazonas, <laughs> she, she, <Yeah. laughs> mm-hmm. yo, she, she kind of, she got a bad, not gonna lie. She, <laughs> <laughs> she she's good she's fine but yeah no overall i like it i like it it's fun it's a little quirky there's a lot of twists yeah especially in this episode there's a lot of twists like i was writing down each twist i'm like another one <laughs> okay oh another one oh, oh 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 there's something else like there's always something to write down when it comes to this episode and i'm assuming the whole series is like that this is a this is a, a part one by the way Episode 12 ends off on a cliffhanger, and we'll get into what the end of that is in a minute, but like... Oh, Frankie, no. What? It's not a cliffhanger. They will never come back to any of this again. (laughs) They they say to be continued. Uh, All the episodes, like in Sentai, all end with to be continued. This is not... No, they will never go back to any of this again. What? The every Yo. episode besides the last episode of all Sentai series say to be continued. The last one says the end. Oh, like the episodes are a continuation mm-hmm. of the the story, not really like the episode specific 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. That lady and five other people are just dead now. <laughs> I counted six people for sure died in this I episode. I can't believe it. I can't. We'll, uh. So like right when, right in the beginning, when the henchmen come up looking like humans, yeah. they kill two people. Right. And then they go inside. So we know at least right now two people are dead. Right. But they're hanging out at Interpol. And I said, uh, how about Interpools? Let's splash around a little. Okay. Um, you into pools or are you more of a lake person? I'm more of a pool guy myself. Hell yeah. I think now with age, I'm more of a pool person than a lake person. Okay. <laughs> I used to not. I used to hate Nicole's pools. Like, and what am I supposed to do with this information? I just am I also supposed to like, take you out to a pool? Believe you. <laughs> uh, well, I, I think now I'm more scared of what could be lurking in the lakes. You know, they say yeah. aliens. You don't want them to touch your small bum. Oh no, I have a healthy bum <laughs> your, your size. Your butthole. Sorry, your yes. butthole. Oh man. Those aliens are going to swarm in my butthole. Aliens? What? Because uh, people think Whoa. aliens. Fish. No, people think aliens are already on Earth. They're just living deep within the ocean. That's where their bases of operations are. Okay. And Source? A little movie called Men in Black 2. <laughs> oh! That's a theory of aliens is they're already here living in the ocean. How do you know you're not talking to one right now? <gasps> oh, no. I, like, start, like, glitching out. Wait, I think I can, like, do something funny. Hold on. What if I just suddenly, like, become an old man? Is that a thing? No, we're not seeing an old man <laughs> right now. No, you got to wait. Okay, there, there we go. Wait. Oh no! I could I could shift my age at any given point. Oh dang! You inverted. <laughs> that's alien material. That's the truth. Sorry guys, I'm an alien. You're ding dang ET. When you were a child, was ET a movie you would watch? Yeah. Okay. I'm just I'm glad ET's still in the zeitgeist. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> okay. ET. It's a good movie. All right, hell it's yeah. It's timeless. Yes. Yeah. And then, guys, we find out that the Iron Cross Army's biggest weakness, sensors. Sounds like, dang it, why did I write this so tiny? Sounds <laughs> like, okay, I know what. The <laughs> Ghostbusters trying to keep my uh, spooky mental haunted house at bay. What? Mm. Okay. I need to explain this because I've now referenced it on multiple episodes. But how... They're censoring me and I'm. you're okay. about to learn what I mean by that. I swear... Okay, I'm glad I actually screenshotted this because I keep referencing it. Whitney Cummings, comedian Whitney Cummings, in 2022 tweeted this out in earnest. Comedians did not sign up to be your hero. It's our job to be irreverent and dangerous, to question authority and take you through a spooky mental haunted house so you can arrive at your own conclusions. Stay focused on the people we pay taxes to be moral heroes. And then Mark Marin roasted her by saying, maybe include be funny. I was like, is that is that a joke? No, it's not. <laughs> That's not what, what a comedian should do. Like, that's a, a subsection. I wouldn't that's, explain it like that. Yeah. As a spooky okay. mental haunted house. I mean, like, that's with any art form. Like, it can be that, but it can also just be saying your mind is a spooky haunted house. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm doing, a t -shirt. I'm doing poetry. I'm taking you through a spooky mental haunted house. Ooh. Do you like my crochet art? It's a spooky mental haunted house I'm taking you through. Want to go to the lake? We're going to find some spooky, scary mental haunted houses. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that makes sense. That sculpted body art you're doing? That's taking us through a spooky mental haunted house. I'm kidding. It is gorgeous. <laughs> This is like a Frank Lloyd Wright haunted house, but it's not haunted. Mm, mm, it's not haunted. 
Except I, all Frank Lloyd Wright, that's the guy's name, right? Yeah. All his houses are probably haunted now. They're old enough. Oh. Maybe. I was the one that haunted them. Wait, you haunted them? Wait, wait, you are haunting them or you haunted them, meaning you did an atrocity in those houses to make them haunted? <laughs> I, can't, I can't share that information right now. Okay. Or I guess you could have just had a panic attack in a house and that energy, if you uh, adhere to like hauntings are just energy left behind, that could also make a haunting. Perhaps. I cannot confirm nor deny though. Or it was a former slaughterhouse and it's just the anguish of millions of cows. How did you know? Oh, shoot. God, I thought that was... You bankrolled slaughterhouses? You're not supposed to know about that. Oh, I, you took out a pen and I thought you were going to start drawing over your camera lens to be like, you're not, you can't see me anymore. You can't see me anymore. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> oh, now he's taking notes of me. Oh no, I'm looking at my notes. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, this alien guy haunted this house at this time. Such a spooky mental haunted house, if you ask me. You have so, you're just... All the fringe paranormal stuff, you're just adding them on now. <laughs> you're a ghost, you're an alien. What are other ones? Maybe I'm the fish that touches your butthole. Yeah, also. When you go to a lake. Well, no, yeah. that's the aliens, guys. Uh-huh. No, there's aliens and then there's fish aliens, okay? So I'm the fish alien, but I'm also the fish. Okay. Being a Pisces and all. I'm a, I'm a labia. <laughs> Any notes before we move on? No, before, I mean, about Spider Man or yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean to the next scene of him holding that camera light. No, 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 no. We're good. We're good. Well, speaking of, he's holding the camera light like a dweeb trying to be a good boy and not oogle and ogle at women. That's what I was getting from it. You know, because as a man, that's so hard. Uh huh. Uh, it's so hard to do when you're around women. Oh, my God. I just have to, like, self-contain myself. Self-control. Just popping oh. boners all over the place. Yeah. Oh, my God. You don't know how hard it is, Nicole. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's difficult. <laughs> Takuya is, is strong for doing that. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's how you know he's Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Only a superhero could avert his eyes from such Seriously, bodacious only babes. a superhero could control himself around women during bikini photo shoots. Oh man. I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't go into what would happen if you weren't Spider-Man in that situation. Uh guess what? You'd be passing out from blood loss. Yeah, the bloody nose. Oh, brother. Oh no. Yeah, but Takia, he did a good job holding that flashlight. He was like and just But also looking up. That's why I was like he's averting his eyes. But it is kind of like, okay, but you're here because you want to. Like, because we have never seen him assist with, like, holding a light for her in an episode before. Okay, I think it's because... Don't tripods exist, too? Like, why did... Well, she's (laughs) a kind of freelance photographer, and... Freelancers have tripods? Oh, well, this is back (laughs) in the day, guys. Like, it just wasn't, everything wasn't readily available, though. Uh, I'm pretty sure tripods have, like, always been a thing. Okay, well. (laughs) Right. As long as, if there were cameras, there were (laughs) Guys, guys, let me say. But, like, can we talk about that? Because why does he need to stand there (laughs) with his eyes looking up, trying to avoid the models when really... The photographer could just get a tripod and he could just be chilling at home. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, like, he could be you, helping out with anything else, really. You need someone to hold that light, right? And she's like, no, I have a tripod. She leaves. He comes in, just breaks it over his knee. Says, I'm your He's tripod like, now. You don't have a tripod anymore. Nah, that's the real reason why he he was holding the the, the light because he wanted to be there. He wanted to look at the bikini girls. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But he wanted to make it seem like he wasn't. Yeah. Exactly. But like with his sixth sense, like he could see it. Guys, you get it? Can Spider Man after all? Hitomi throughout this series, we will see her career go from hey, I need to practice photographing 
photographing I'm apologizing. Fuck James, talk better. <laughs> <laughs> no, I trust me, I could talk better to myself if I, if I could. It goes from her photographing just, hey, this is my boyfriend dirt biking out in the middle of nowhere to the point where she will end up being like a big time photographer. So I think this is her in between of, hey, all I have is a camera. Oh, shoot. I just got hired to do this gig. I don't have a tripod. Hey, boyfriend, <laughs> I think is also why he's trying to be in her good graces of like, I'm not looking. I only have eyes for you. Barely have eyes for you because my <laughs> mind's eye is focused on fighting crime, which you are unaware of. So I I'm think weird. that's why he's holding this light. He is being a good friend and she's generally like pushing him around. And sometimes he's just leaving her in the middle of nowhere because he's like, oh, uh, I got a poopy, I guess. But actually, I really need to be <laughs> Spider-Man. He has a haunted mental spooky house. Yeah. That he has to go take care of. He's going to go do a tight five at the laugh factory. Yeah. Everyone has to do that. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, got to leave the wedding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is like... It's what the draft used to be. You used to have to sign up for the draft. Well, now you're signing up for an open mic at the Laugh Factory. True. Real. And then we are introduced to this woman who had a past with the this hot shot. Wait, actually, this man's a photographer. Why is she there taking photographs? I don't know. I really couldn't tell you. Or maybe it's for the paper she's taking photographs. Okay, we figured it out. Yeah, she works okay, for good. the paper. We figured it out. So there's this hotshot photographer that I guess is shunning this lady who was going to bring him his flowers. No, he's the designer. Oh, the designer. Yeah, he's the designer. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I thought he was the photographer. Because, because he was like, oh, move your James arm up like this, guys. <laughs> Okay, this... Guys, Togo Hiroshi, the designer, is there. Okay, right, okay. James? Right? Yes. And then Minako comes in to give him a bouquet of flowers, which he denies because mm -hmm. he's a skank. Got it? Is that yeah. in your notes? Yeah. And then Amazonis comes up to her. She knows the game. She knows how to neg because she says, as you are now... You fugly. You're, no You're homely. Competition. You're a haggard bitch. <laughs> and then she she games so hard that Amazonis convinces this woman into same day surgery. Surgery. First of all, if Amazonis came up to me and if I was Minico, I would be like, first of all, how do you know my business? You see me looking at this. Yeah. What? They were at a bridge, uh -huh. right? at a highway and she's like oh that's your love of your life like your the, the, your first love girl how do you know that like let's start there how do we know that how do you know that and leave me alone okay like it, it, it's never that deep let's make that clear right now it's never that deep to go into same day surgery for a dude like yeah. obviously he's a lost cause like girl go move on Seriously. And it's like, who the fuck are you? I don't know who you are. <laughs> Literally. What? I mean, like, to be fair, though, like, Amazon is, is kind of hot. So, like, <laughs> maybe I'd hear her out. But I wouldn't go into surgery. No, no, no. I know what I'm about to say is stupid, but. Okay. You said a bunch of stupid stuff so far. It's okay. Yes, yes. A highway overpass would be a pretty good place to pick up dates. Because you see, like, someone, if you see them longly looking over an overpass, you'd be like, oh, they're probably depressed. They're thinking about it. So then you just go up and say, like, oh, ma, wow, you're, like, so cool and, like, handsome or beautiful. And they're like, wait, really? And you're like, I, I'm i not doing anything Thanks later. That's really manipulative and <laughs> you, fucked Yeah, up. I was about to <laughs> say, you're, you're taking advantage of the fact that they're super vulnerable and, like, considering suicide. Sorry. And you're like, hey... I'm free later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, like what, are, what are you getting at? <laughs> what is your, your point? I'm saying we're saving lives, fuckers. Mm. Yeah. I, get, mm. I guess you guys are pro-suicide, even though I am. <laughs> I think. Oh, wait, 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 wait. 
Wait. Okay. Wait. Wait. Not, you just accused Nicole and I of being close suiciders, <laughs> and then you just admitted that you are. <laughs> Wait. Okay. Something's not adding up. Hold but on. You know what? Maybe it is. Maybe it is adding up. It's about to get dark, guys. I'm not pro-suicide, but if someone's like 40 years old and they commit suicide, I'm not going to... A lot of people will be like, oh, they're so selfish, this and that. I'd be like, no, they might have been dealing with this depression for 30 years. They might have gone through therapy. They might be on medication and they still aren't happy. It would be selfish of us to be like, you need to stay around and be miserable. Like, that's... I think suicide sometimes for people is not a selfish option. So you are pro-suicide. I guess, yeah. These are the two episode titles. Hunks of Toku Twitter, pro-suicide. And then Frankie's like, no, no, now you're making it seem like I'm pro-suicide. You just accused me of being pro-suicide and then here you are justifying it? Next topic. All right. <laughs> I already, this dynamic of Frankie and Nicole, yeah. already a classic dynamic. Nice. Nicole, you're real. James, yes. I don't know how to feel about you. You <laughs> love me. I'm a little scamp. Okay, whatever you say. You're no Amazonist, but I guess you're all right. I'm an E.T. <laughs> Fearin pro-suicide scam. Jesus Christ. And you're an alien that wants to touch his butt. No. Two peas in a pod. What can I say? All right. Well, Minako is pretty pretty upset about this mm -hmm. to the point where Amazon is somehow convinces her to get surgery. Now, she's a mummy hitman, uh -huh. is what I wrote in my notes. Yeah. She got all these bandages on her, and she didn't even take them off when it came to assassinating uh, the the model. Which, by the way, added to your kill count that you were keeping track of earlier. The model, who was just modeling. Yep. Maybe, yeah, she had a fling with Tobo, Togo, but, like, okay, but, like, that's just her getting her back. Yeah. Like, why did she need to get killed? She didn't even know Minako. Let's talk about that. Yeah, kill the man. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. The man gotta go. Uh -huh. But, like, maybe not, like assassinated gotta go like maybe just like block on facebook gotta go you know like it, it doesn't need to be that serious he's a saying. designer what you should do is take a hammer to both his hands oh casino style but like doesn't he hire people to design with him oh man then i guess cut his tongue out so he can't communicate oh oh but he can write letters well no we hammered his hands oh so you do both yeah so what? All he got is eyes and a nose to smell. Here. Oh, and if he can see ghosts, then he's got the sixth sense. But we're talking about Togo here. He might. We don't know. Okay. I'm so lost. <laughs> anyway, Obana, the model, died because that was that was Minako's first hitman mission because of Amazonas. Mm -hmm. Apparently, right? So. Now, Minako is back in modeling cool with Togo. I don't know how I feel about that, girl. Yeah. No. That's, that's, that's nasty. The mummy thing made it feel like Scooby-Doo. Oh, yeah. It was giving Scooby-Doo vibes. Yeah. But yeah, she's, she's modeling now. And she's always apprehensive. She doesn't want to murder, but Amazonas pulls out. I love... 70s sci-fi gadgets because it's usually just a thing that actually exists but with added doohickeys which doohickey is what I ask Nicole all the time I say doohickey and I point at my neck no we both left no I can't do this on my own sorry it's you did this to yourself sir I really sir so when she's modeling now Takuya goes like, is that really the same girl who is crying in the parking lot? Which normally he's very perceptive when it comes to the workings of the Iron Cross army, which is nice in this case. He's Because if he had reacted of something like, well, this just doesn't add up. No way could she be her. This has to be the Iron Cross army's work. He's like, no, that was a beautiful lady. She just she's now confident and that's all you need. 
he wasn't too worried about her. He was really focused on holding the the flashlight well. Yeah. <laughs> That's Which, why he didn't um have the idea at first. Also, they are in bright daylight. Why? Now, why does he need to be there? Hey, you still got to have a, a light at a shoot, maybe with a tripod, but like it would be better off if he had like a reflector. Oh yeah, that's yeah. that would be better. See, and then like usually with reflectors, you need a person to do that and not a tripod. So that would make more sense for him to be there. <laughs> yeah. It's as if like this is being shot on film with people who work in film. They should know these types of things. Nah. I would assume so, yes. But no, apparently not. <laughs> but then Takuya, he goes back home. He's hanging out with his sister and his brother. And the sister's like, oh, I made your favorite for dinner tonight. It's beef stew. Now beef that you stew. Yeah. And she's like, now that you're actually making a wage, even though it's a minimum. And he's like, hey, I'm still doing something, you know. And then he has to leave, right. even though he loves beef stew. So that's his favorite dinner. Guys, what's your favorite dinner? My favorite dinner is definitely... Hmm. Beef stew. Ooh. Yeah. Did you know? But unfortunately, I can't really eat it because I have to go be Spider-Man and an alien and a fish and an alien fish. It's it's a hard it's a hard life, actually. Yeah. Damn. Nicole, what's your favorite? That pussy. Nicole. <laughs> Give me like three seconds. <laughs> I don't know if he actually left. No, I'm still here. Oh, Just okay. give me like three seconds. Why do we look so, like, our picture quality looks bad. Have I been touching the lens? Or maybe you've been smooching it. What? Yeah, I saw you. Oh, Nicole, are you getting a little jealous? <laughs> Does he smooch the microphone more than you? He's always, what was it, the joke? Like, do hickey? Yeah, yeah. he's like, do, do hickey. I say it to the, do yeah. hickey, bro. Come on now. I'm sorry, Nicole. I'm sorry. The microphone doesn't hickey. It gives me abrasions. <laughs> okay, moving on. The That's windscreen is coarse. <laughs> My favorite dinner, I'm the only one giving the real thing. Oh, yeah. From Siam Country, the yellow curry fried rice with tofu oh, medium. that's good. I'll be honest. My favorite dinner is definitely fish and rice. Ooh. Okay, there. Is that what you wanted to hear? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you like the fact that I eat fish even though I am one? Yeah, huh? Yeah, I'm a cannibal too. Nicole? What? What's your favorite dinner for real? Domino's pizza, baby. Girl dinner. Girl dinner. Girl dinner. <laughs> I thought you were going to say still that pussy. pussy. <laughs> That's what Domino's delivers. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Did anybody order a fresh box of I'm not gonna finish that joke. You a fresh should. box. Oh, yeah, just a fresh, a fresh box. box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of nothing. Yeah. They just deliver a box. It still costs like $30 to deliver, but. Oh, that know. might be in. High in protein. It might be an outdated. I mean, I know it's for sure an outdated term. Box is a slang term for vagina. I've never in my life. Really? Heard that. No. <laughs> no. Never. I guess it's because I don't really have a lot of vagina in my life unfortunately i guess right mm, yeah, yeah, sure. yeah 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 nicole yeah. this would be a funny bit of like i don't actually it would be easy you wouldn't need to you know the talk box you know that okay, instrument yeah. you just have like put it, it in your vag it, it's pretty much that's what would be the bit of like Oh, yeah, I just got this new equipment. You know, TalkBox, you know that thing like Eric Clapton or Peter Frampton, whoever, I don't know who did, used it. Oh, yeah, I got one of those. And you just like go up and like a woman has the tube coming from her pants and you like put it in your mouth and start strumming on your guitar and it goes, wow, wow, wow. That's really funny that it's the instrument and not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I guess the woman opens up her mouth and it's supposed to be like, that's the amp and it, that's where the music is coming from. Yeah. There we go. So you're objectifying women. I mean, quite literally. I mean, yes, but I'm saying <laughs> oh, they're oh, so good oh, at music. Brother. They're sirens. here. Pro-suicide, objectifies women, kisses his microphone. Objectifies men. 
worries about goblins eating his butthole at night. I'm sorry, James. It's just adding up. Well, you want to know what's also adding up the body count because we find out about this blacklist and there's a hitman and a bodyguard coming after the Interpol agents. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Gil and Bond. Have you guys ever been blacklisted from something? Nope. Uh, not that I'm aware of. I hope not. I blacklisted myself from our hometown. How does one do that? I say I don't want to go there ever again. <laughs> It's just not going to happen. <laughs> I wish. I'm trying to get my sister to move anywhere besides that town. But she's like, I'm a homeowner. I have a mortgage. And I'm like, shut up. <laughs> God, I hate when people talk about their mortgages. What are <sighs> you, an adult? Jesus. Oh. So, yeah, anyway, Minako is tasked to ass assassinate. No, no, she's tasked to get inside of the vault that the that the ninders were trying to get into earlier. Minako can do that because she isn't a I don't know like I don't know what species these people are, but they are the what is what is it called again? The Iron Cross the, the, Army. The Iron Cross Army. Yeah. They they can't get in cuz they are apparently like allergic to sensors. Yeah. Or something like that. So, Minako gets in and she gets the blacklist until Spider-Man finds her. Oh, he's always 10 steps ahead, I see. Mm -hmm. I think you mean eight. That's good. Spiders that's have eight good. legs. Yeah. That's really yeah. good. <laughs> that's 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 the joke of the, the episode. <laughs> yeah. Not me screaming pro-suicide? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, I'm sure. I was being compassionate, folks, okay? Nah, someone's going to clip that. <laughs> uh, yeah, it will be me and it will be posted on TikTok. Oh, we did skip over. Like, she was tasked with killing a, an Interpol person, but she yeah. failed. But they go to a gym that has a pool, Interpol, Interpol. And <laughs> she goes into the locker room. And how she, like, tries to, she tries to stab him, but Spider-Man's there. And then Saves, yeah. she begins throwing a bikini-cladded man into a pile of other bikini-cladded <laughs> yeah. men. Basically, she just like manhandles all of those men. <laughs> can you say girl power? <laughs> mm -hmm. I can girl power. <laughs> she turns into a super cool assassin. Basically, the hitman, the the hit woman. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Spelled W O M Y N. Take men out of the equation completely. That's what she was doing in that locker room. <laughs> uh huh. Throwing them around and then. She eventually, when she's, like, trying to break into this this locker, not locker, this brief, not briefcase, safe, like a, there we it's go. It's like a safe vault cabinet uh -huh. thing. Spider-Man says, hey, I'm here. Spider-Man takes laser beams to the chest. She's like, hey, I'm going to throw an office chair at you, like one on <laughs> wheels. Like, yeah, that might hurt if it hits your shins, but <laughs> she's going to dodge. I guess she was just trying to create a distraction to escape. Yeah, that's all she's been doing. <laughs> well, she don't really want to hurt anybody, but she's being forced to. So if she could just get what she needs to get and go, I think she'd rather take that route than, you know, attacking Spider-Man. Like, mm -hmm. you know what mm -hmm. happens when you attack Spider-Man, right? Yeah. Like, I don't, you don't have to be a super genius to realize that you're just not going to win. What she should do is learn how to throw her voice, and that could be a distraction. Throw it behind them saying like, hey, Spider-Man, I'm over here. And he's like, huh? What time period is this again? Like in the in the seventies? Yeah, yeah. I don't think. Well, no, they had voice recorders. I guess she could like, and then like throw behind him, and then like he doesn't sense it somehow, and then you know that's how it would work. I can see that happening. Or have like those little firecrackers that you throw on the ground. She throws one of those. It pops. He says, "Huh." I don't think Spider-Man really cares about firecrackers or tiny voices. Okay. When there's someone who's going to help. The Iron Cross Army and hurt people. Okay. He has his priorities straight, okay? Yeah, because so far, three people have been hurt this episode. And we're about to get two died. more. <laughs> yeah. Hurt so hard they died. So they then see, like, oh, this exchange is going down with the blacklist. But, oh, my God, it's a fake. 
And then Spider-Man goes, ha, 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 you fools, you utter dunces. I've already swapped them around. And then they're like, get them. But these two dudes, this like assassin and the bodyguard, whoever they are, they start driving away and Spider-Man eventually catches up to them. And then both of them die. Yeah. That's five yeah. so far. He calls on the the Spider-Machine GP7 mm -hmm. and just like crashes the driver while earlier he literally yanked out the other one. I forget if it was Gil or Bond, but one of them and they died. Both died. Yeah, they're gone. That's five so far. <laughs> and then we get extremely dangerous stunts happening because he starts fighting. What's her name? Minica. Yes. Starts fighting her on these like industrial buildings on this like scaffolding that if you slip, you fall a sh at least a minimum a story, possibly like three stories. And they're just like ducking around. There's no harnesses on. One of the people is in a straight up mask, a Spider-Man mask. It's insane this was allowed to happen. I think there were harnesses because Spider-Man like straight up was like dangling and then just like straight like, you know. As Spider-Man does, recovers. Yeah, in that scene. But there were other scenes when they were just like jumping around and there's like holes in the ground that they could have fallen down. I think there were some cushions down there. Okay, you know, maybe there were worse. On Disney Plus, they had a documentary that focused a little bit on this series. And the stuntman did say, no, the, this would never be able to happen today. It was so dangerous. <laughs> oh wow so maybe i'm wrong maybe they just like straight up try to do stunts on the roof without any protection you know anything for the shot guys in the intro it's him like climbing up tokyo tower or something and they just like pointed at the tower and they were like yeah start climbing up that and in the interview he was like i don't think we had clearance to do that but <laughs> they told me to do it and i did it well if he did it and didn't get hurt, then I guess that means it's it's a success, uh -huh. you know? No one needs to worry about, you know, injuries or anything like that. <laughs> Who needs to worry about that, right? Mm -hmm. And then Spider-Man destroys that doohickey, Nicole, doohickey, and <laughs> your face. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and then the assassin is no longer controlled, and she's like, oh, I'm going to leave. And where does she go, guys? The edge of a roof. Uh-huh. She wants to kill yeah. herself. Yeah. And then she does? Yep, that's number six, and guys. And what confuses me the most about this uh -huh. is Spider-Man catches her before she does it. Why didn't he shoot a web to catch her? Yeah. Is that just not a thing? Spider-Man is known for catching people who are falling off buildings. I don't know why Spider-Man couldn't do that now. He just, like, let it happen? Yeah. Was he, like, too in shock? Maybe. Like, I feel like this could have been prevented, is what yeah. I'm saying. But you're pro-suicide, so how do you feel about this, James? In this case, I don't think she she didn't need to do this. So there's a good and, and bad time for suicide. Yes. As I said, if you're, like, 40, 50 years old and you've been dealing with it, like, also, I'm not saying it's a good thing. In a perfect world, no one would need to do this. But unfortunately, some brains are just, they're unfortunately like my brain. I can't just be like, my life's good. No, I'm constantly racked with depression. So, hey guys, guess what? I'm setting myself up for success later in life with these recordings. Don't you dare say I'm there selfish. You Don't you dare anyone. No, I won't do it. Maybe things will get better. What was I saying? In this case, what I think she is killing herself over is, oh, I have killed people and I'm going to have to go to jail or whatever. I, Interpol is aware of the Iron Cross army and is in cahoots with Spider-Man. He would be able to explain, like, this is what happened. And they'd be like, all right, let's get her, like, counseling and therapy so she can get over this to be like, hey, man, this was not your fault. You did not kill right. these people. You were literally mind controlled and manipulated and blackmailed. Mm -hmm. This isn't her fault at all. She only did this because she had to survive. Yeah. And then she dies. Yeah. But boy, oh boy, do the producers of this show love to be like, oh, this was the main character that we were focusing on. 
they're going to die in the end, right? Oh, yeah, of course they are. Mm -hmm. Unless they're a kid. No, 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 no. If they're a kid, they're still up for grabs. They are? Yeah. No way. So this is like a, a constant theme uh -huh. in Toy Spider-Man. People mm -hmm. just die the moment they're introduced. Yeah. I recently was like, we need to start creating a like a kill count for this show. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got, what, seven yeah. today? They once killed a boy. A boy. Someone with a big old truck hit a kid, but luckily Spider-Man was able to bring him back to life with his blood. Oh, uh, yeah. okay. Yeah, you got to watch sure. this show, dude. I, I definitely do now. <laughs> yeah. This, this is a lot. Maybe I'll come back in a future episode and talk about how I feel about the series overall. Yeah. Any more notes on the show specifically? Mm -mm. Well... There was one time where Minako was on her way to the, the safe. Minako does some hardcore parkour. Hell yeah. 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 And now with the with the insight of no protection, or at least not as much protection as they should have had for this show, whoever that stunt person was jumping off these buildings, like they were they were actually doing it. Mm -hmm. You know, this wasn't some like, okay, harness, there's a rope, like, just like pretend like you're jumping. No, like, this is actually like jumping. Yeah. That's scary. That's scary to be. And then there was one last thing here. <laughs> I said she kills herself and explanation points and question marks like that, that, that was crazy to me. Again, I mentioned this before. The twists in this episode were absolutely mad. I cannot believe that that just was the end and then they're like oh spider-man will never <laughs> let this happen again are you sure because apparently this seems to be a common thing yeah i guess spider-man isn't isn't letting that slide it, the series does end with him walking into the ocean <laughs> i'm kidding no it doesn't <gasps> okay few because i thought we were gonna add another one to our kill count yeah he was just racked with guilt he's like i didn't kill these people but because i didn't snuff out the iron cross army from the beginning these are these bodies are on my head that's a lot of pressure for someone to deal with mm -hmm. as spider-man having the responsibility to bear it all you want to know something that's a little less needing pressure our final segment generally i should say spider-man gets his power by being bitten by a radioactive spider naturally frankie if you were to be bitten by any animal of your choosing and get abilities that kind of go with what the animal is. What animal would you like to be bitten by? Doesn't need to be a bug. Could be literally any animal. This is a really good question. I would probably like to be bitten by, I don't know, a hawk. I mean, that would be pretty painful not gonna lie, like a little a little bug bite is nothing compared to like a hawk beak into your hand or wherever it decides to bite me. Maybe in my tush, I don't know. But <laughs> hey, if I get hawk powers, I should. I could fly. I could I could you know fly. Good hearing. I could fly. Good sight. Do they have good hearing? Yeah. I guess it's see like a hawk. Yeah, it's see like a hawk, not not hear like a hawk. Sniff like a hawk. <laughs> <laughs> it sense ghost like a hawk. Sure, but you know, like I'd rather fly than have to like climb walls mm -hmm. to get to where I want to be, or like sling webs everywhere. Not that I wouldn't want to, but you know, if I had the choice, you can shit on everyone. Well, yeah, that too. Well, all my enemies. <laughs> that's like one of my abilities. Super strength, speed, flight, shitting on people. You know, like the, the many things Hawkman yeah. can do. Hell yeah. Stay tuned. And real quick, how would you use those abilities to take down someone in the Iron Cross army? Oh, well, I just take awesome. I said awesomeness. Amazonness. <laughs> she is awesome. I can lie. Uh, I would take Amazonness. By her shoulders with my talon, hawk feet, fly all the way up to the sky and then just drop her. Hell yeah. And then I feel like from there it, it take care of itself. She's so important that'd be two for the body count. And then like I'd walk away and think, Hawkman will never forget about this. He will rule the day. <laughs> <laughs> While carrying her body like the way Spider-Man was. Jesus Christ. 
Hell mm-hmm. yeah, dude. Thank you so much for being here. Mm-hmm. Of course. Thank you for having me, James and Nicole. Do you have anything to plug? Well, you did call me a hunk on Twitter. So if anyone's wondering and wants to see those photos that he talked about, you can go ahead and follow me on Toku Frankie. And <laughs> I don't know. I mean, since we're on a podcast, seems like you're into that kind of stuff. So why don't you go ahead and also check out Henshins and Homies? A very fun show that I host with my friend Sergeant Hooked on Heroes, a.k.a. Zachary, while we talk about anything tokusatsu with anyone you know these lovely two people were there and you well actually it was it was just james nicole you weren't there hi <laughs> when are you gonna be there nicole Ooh. she's like that's a hard yeah five seconds to answer no nah, i'm kidding <laughs> in the future maybe but yeah we had james on it was a good time we talked about super sentai and yogi bear naturally of course so go ahead and check out henches and homies if you're into that yeah Hell yeah, Nicole. What? Oh, it's me. Visit darlinghomebody.com to see and purchase the things that I make and follow Darling Homebody on social medias. Hey guys, I have a new, not CD, I have a new EP with MC Deep coming out September 15th entitled The Modern Myth. It's three tracks, but then also the instrumentals. It's hard-hitting techno house and drum and bass with our beautiful voices doing nice rap music. It's good. That's under Marsh Land Monster, wherever music is found, September 15th. Head over to MLMPod.com to find out information about my other podcasts, such as Formulaic, a podcast in script writing, Sweet Child of Time, where finally started season two of Wheel of Time, and, oh my god, Sweaty Time Pro Wrestling, where we are finishing up season one of Lucha Underground. Oh, that show's so good! And head over to patreon.com forward slash MLM pod, where for $5 a month, you get exclusive content every single Friday. Good birthday treat for me, wouldn't you see? And if you're feeling very generous, you can do the $10 tier where you get all the weekly stuff plus monthly bonus content in the form of straight to Patreon, sometimes a watch along, and you get shout outs on every single free feed podcast. So let's begin with those, starting with Steve F., Eric Berry of Ranger Command Power Hour, Alex Z, the Waz, Orion. He will be remixing Anal Dentata, my new single that's a 12 track single. What? Coming out in October. Jordan B, the Chaos Witch, my Bickle brother in common law, Joshua, Jake, Steve Barnes, a sweet child of time, the woman which I emerged, my mother, Lil Corey's BFF, Shane, that fed, <laughs> core winning, twitch.tv forward slash core winning of this movie's gay. You guys should go back and listen to all those episodes, Corwin and I talking about queer cinema. And finally, you know him from the aforementioned formulaic, a podcast and script writing and the ROM Complex, it's twitch.tv forward slash R2Shelby2. It's R2Shelby2. And I've been James. I'm Nicole. And I'm Frankie. And we've been Mostly Speaking Spider-Man. Bye-bye. Bye. This has been a Marshland Media production produced by James McCullum. For more content, please visit mlmpod.com. To support our network and have access to exclusive podcasts, head over to patreon.com forward slash MLMPod and sign up today. Oh, yeah.